0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Salesless King. Dan Sixsmith, happy to be with you. Hope you're doing well. Hope your sales game is going great. So we have had some pretty exciting episodes the last few episodes. Hopefully you've been able to check them out. Um, Great interviews with folks talking about social selling, talking about selling to the C-suite, and talking about what it means to network in 2018. So we're back this week with a studio episode, and I want to cover the topic of differentiation. Um, I did a um, LinkedIn and a Facebook sales is king tip of the day, and it was quite well uh, viewed. So it leads me to believe that there's a lot of interest out there in the subject of differentiation. And the reason why it's so important today is that With so much sameness out there, um, from everything from, you know, the emails, the phone calls, the reach-outs, even the meetings and the pitches, um, customers and prospects see so much sameness that it is more important today than ever to differentiate not only yourself but your company, your solution, your product, whatever you are selling. And that is going to be the key to how you can stand out. So I put together um, a seven point program on effective differentiation and I wanna go through it with you now. So number one, um, the easiest way for you to differentiate from the competition is going into the meeting um, with the strategy of learning. Number one, out of the gate. Learning about that prospect, learning about their issues and challenges and pain points and priorities, Uh, discovery, we call it, right? Asking the right questions, showing the prospect that you are not coming in with the intention of pitching and trying to ram something down his or her throat, but you're coming in in a very smart, and deliberate fashion, trying to gain understanding, as my friend Jerry Acuff calls it, um, to understand what their issues and challenges are. So ahead of time, you've got to prepare the questions. um, And the questions are going to come out of the research. So ahead of the meeting, you're going to be doing research on the prospects that are going to be in the meeting, the individuals, what they're sharing, what they are Um, their backgrounds, any crossover points, um, anything that's out there on the internet in terms of their challenges. Secondly, uh, the company, what's going on with the company. Um, And then coming out of all of that research, you're going to put together thoughtful questions that is going to help you uncover more of the issues and challenges and more effectively help you sell in your solution. That's point one. Point two. We've talked about this quite a bit, active listening and empathy. Point two, active listening and empathy. So when the customer is talking and answering your questions, it is critical to be laser focused on what they are saying, taking notes, um, showing demonstrative body language where you're leaning forward, you're nodding, you're, um, you know shaking your head, Uh, you are leaning forward in your chair. I've talked about this quite a bit, and I think I'm going to do a little webinar on active listening because it's so critical today. And what I see a lot of salespeople today missing on the cues because they're starting to think about what they're going to say or how they're going to go into their pitch, and they miss the key information that the client presents. Um, When we say empathy, what we mean is that... um, You know, we're reinforcing that we heard the client um, or prospect. We're reinforcing that, yes, we understand this is an issue um, and we can understand the type of pains and challenges that it brings to their business, to them as an individual. Um, And yes, we've seen it before and we've solved it before, but we understand and acknowledge that this is indeed a problem that needs to be solved. So that empathy is key because it shows that you really care. You know, you're there to try and help them solve a problem versus being there to try and sell them something and make yourself successful at potentially their expense. So very important, active listening and empathy. Point number three, um, we have to start to get good at creating what I call dis-ease with the status quo. So, you know, we're able to do this if we ask the right questions, certainly, about the current situation. And of course, you know, we're going to know going in what our solution or product, what issues they typically solve. So one of the things we need to get good at is certainly getting the customer to think about the current situation and start to get uncomfortable with it. Um, Some prospects that we meet are already uncomfortable. They know that they have a need, but many that we do meet do not know that they have a need and they are not uncomfortable necessarily with their current situation. So um, we know how important it is today to go in and sell change. The only way you can effectively sell change is to demonstrate to the prospect what their current state is costing them today, how dangerous it is to not move forward. Because we talk about risk quite a bit. Buyers feel that sellers do not understand the risk that they take when they move forward and stick their neck out and spend money. So what buyers need to do, what sellers need to do, is show buyers that there is more of a risk to them to stand still. So we need to create disease, ease dis-ease, not disease, but dis-ease with the status quo. We need to make the status quo painful. And we do this with our questions, and we do this with delivering insights, we do this with a effective and personalized um, pitch okay hope you're with me now Um, number four is add value you know you've heard me say this zillions of times if you're a regular listener but it is so true Um, we have to come in there and add some value Uh, we have to educate we have to show the prospect Um, something they didn't know whether it's a case study from another one of our clients whether it's a new research report um, but something that is going to get them to say wow I did not know this and wow this is a pretty interesting salesperson that I have in front of me and I bet he's going to be able to help me with some issues because he's got some very interesting knowledge that he's imparting uh, to me today so the value comes out of proper preparation the value comes out of the question asking and the value comes out of the insights that you're going to be able to deliver um, and personalize based on the research that you've done and or based on the answers that you get Um, so very important number four add value number five right actually talk about how you are different than the competition right make that comparison and contrast particularly if you're in the running with a couple of other or more um, competitors you know talk about how you are different whether it's the team whether it's the customer experience, whether it is the delivery, the project management, um, the capabilities, the differentiating capabilities that no one else has, this is gonna be part and parcel of your pitch. Comparing and contrasting to the competition. The overall value, You know, be able to have an ROI analysis or a TCO analysis, or something that proactively shows them the money because not everyone is going to do that. So, you know, have the ROI analysis done, have your value analysis done, talk about the areas where you are head and shoulders above the competition, and why they need to go with you versus the others that are out there. Case studies can be exceptionally valuable. Um, you know, the results that you have delivered Perhaps you're an expert in that industry, um, and you've done this with their competition. Or perhaps you have a longer history. Or perhaps you have a technology that's uh, faster and more efficient. So all of this is stuff that we should be good at because we're going to be talking about ourselves, about our company. But the key to remember is that it doesn't come until much later in the conversation. Because we need to personalize and tailor these differentiating benefits around the issues and challenges that we uncovered. Okay, great. That's point five. Moving right along. Point six. You know, establish yourself, the salesperson, as someone that is vital to this process. Too many times in sales, I see perhaps that we undervalue ourselves, you know, we diminish that we are just kind of the, you know, person that's teeing up the conversation. No, we need to be the expert. We need to be the person delivering the insights and the education. We need to be viewed by the prospect as an individual that is going to be critical to their success, that they want us to be on their team to solve this problem. So we have to come out of the gate as credible, as knowledgeable, as someone that could work well with their group, someone that understands their process, their problems, that did the homework and the research, that's asking intelligent questions, that's delivering insights, that's personalizing the pitch, that's bringing value. All of that good stuff shows you as vital. You know, yes, there'll be other subject matter experts or sales engineers, but Ultimately, you want them to pick up the phone and call you. So you need to work on that as a subject matter expert, as a team leader, um, as someone that's going to take control of the process. Lastly, point seven, and can't call it any less important than the others. Number seven, your follow-up and your communications after the meeting must also differentiate, right? Right? So many people, they leave the meeting, they send this, you know, they go into chase mode. They start sending, you know, hey, where, you know, have you made a decision yet? Or, hey, you know, do you need anything else? Or, hey, you know, when can we get started? That is not effective today. Um, Differentiate your follow-up. Hey, Tom, great meeting. Just came across a fantastic article that that completely typifies what we talked about in the meeting. Hope you enjoy it. Here's the link. By the way, let me know if there's anything I can help you with. Speak soon. Boom. Um, Hey, John, here's a new blog post we just released, and it talks about the exact issue that we talked about in the meeting. Hope you enjoy it. Let me know if you have any questions. By the way, pay attention to page two. That's where we get into the details that are going to matter to you. Or, hi Sarah, here's my latest video that I pushed out on LinkedIn. It goes into a lot of detail about what my organization has done for others in your industry. I know you will enjoy it. Here's the link. And by the way, hope we can get together soon. Please let me know if you need anything else. Boom. So this is how you differentiate. This is how you add value. Every reach out must be something of value. Okay. So how do we do? I think we did well. Seven steps to providing differentiating value to differentiate yourself from the competition, to differentiate yourself from the hordes of salespeople that don't get it, that don't understand, okay? That differentiating yourself as a modern sales exec that's out there, that's doing the business, that knows how to sell in the digital age. So Let's think about this as we go forward. Let's figure out how we differentiate, how we continue to crush our quota, how we continue to drive new business and new relationships. Okay, guys, thanks so much. Great to connect up again. Again, thank you for all of your support. Remember, if you can pop us a review, we'd love it, um, or give us a rating. We would also love it because it gets us a little more visibility among the numerous podcasts out there, particularly the ones on sales. So thank you again. Um, please hit subscribe if you are a new uh, listener and you enjoyed today. And please forward this on to any of your friends or colleagues that you think will like it. Until next time, this is Dan Sixsmith for Sales is King. Peace.